0: Welcome to the DNA Talks Podcast, where we take on the mission of unlocking the code of your genetics. This season is all about you, upgrading your health, not just on the surface, but down to the root cause. Join us as your clinicians at the DNA Company investigate your DNA and beyond. The intention of this podcast is to enhance your lifestyle by changing what is in your control. This does not substitute the medical advice given by your personal doctor, therapist, and other healthcare professionals.
1: Hello, and welcome to the DNA Talks podcast. I want to welcome you today. My name is Dr. Lara Varden. I'm a board-certified holistic health practitioner, licensed ecclesiastical holistic practitioner, and I hold certifications as a functional genomics and functional nutrition and lifestyle counselor. I'm an in-house clinician at the DNA Company and co-founder and CEO of Sacred Genomics. I also serve as an adjunct professor at Clarkson University in the biology department. As a PhD, I have expertise in cellular biology, molecular genetics, biochemistry, neuroscience, and functional nutrition. I want to welcome you today. Thank you for being here as a listener, as a watcher, whatever medium that you are watching us on to learn and grow. Today, we have a fantastic, brilliant guest with us, Dr. Chloe Weber, She developed an interest in public health and medicine after being diagnosed with cutaneous leishmaniasis in high school. As one of the first cases diagnosed in Costa Rica, Chloe was drawn to study ecology and evolutionary biology at Colorado University, Boulder, where she began to understand how disease evolve along with us and the deep connection between humans and our environment. Eventually, Chloe was drawn to Chinese medicine as a way to address public health issues. She graduated with a master's of oriental medicine from Southwest Acupuncture College in Boulder and spent time studying at, and I'll get this, Heilongjiang <laughs> University Hospital in Harbin, China. After graduating, Chloe co founded a nonprofit sliding scale walk in Chinese herb clinic called Urban Herbs. Running her clinic, Chloe was able to dive into her study of herbs and found great joy in community outreach. When Chloe's son, Remy, was starting the journey toward diagnosis, she decided to move home to New York to focus on supporting him. Chloe currently has a private practice in New York City, seeing patients in Manhattan and Belmore. Working with Remy has led Chloe to extensively study integrative neurology and functional medicine as her motivation, as this motivated her to find ways to help children with neurodevelopmental issues and seizures. While Remy and Chloe both felt better with the many hemp extract oils that they tried, nothing stopped Remy's seizures. Chloe felt she could create a stronger formula to help those seizures, which is how Radical Roots was born. So I would like to welcome you, Chloe. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Oh, thank you. It's such an honor.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Just a a quick question. Um, In that intro, I'm sure many people have never heard of, much less know what cutaneous leishmaniasis is. (laughs) Um, Would you be able to tell us a little bit about that and your experience with your disease back in high school? You know, like what were the early signs? How did you know that you had it?
0: Oh sure, that was that's always a fun, <laughs> a fun journey to go down. So um I was it was between my freshman and sophomore year of high school I went to Costa Rica on sort of like an outward-bound type trip. So it was hiking, kayaking, uh whitewater rafting down Costa Rica. It was it was the best time I've ever had. I was blown away by the people down there. It was really astounding coming from New York City, where all of my friends had so very much and were always looking to accumulate more to meet people with absolutely nothing comparatively, um, who were much more joyous than anybody I'd ever met. So just going on that journey was absolutely life-changing for me. But when I came back, I started developing these weird lesions on my arm and a couple on my face as well, which as a teenage girl in New York City is, is not really ideal. So that was an interesting diagnostic journey also. So ultimately, the CDC diagnosed me with leishmaniasis, Uh, which is a rare parasitic disease. But basically, sand flies are the vectors of this disease. It's normally found in the Middle East. So it being found in Costa Rica was one of the... I was one of the first people to get leishmaniasis in Central America. And so that's ultimately what led me to studying ecology and evolutionary biology and and looking at the ways in which our impacts on the environment are driving disease globally. But so basically, the, the sand flies put these little parasites into your cells and the parasites reproduce and reproduce until they lyse the cell. And then they just keep creating these sort of ulcerated gross lesions. So it was pretty obvious that I I had something going on. Ultimately, the CDC diagnosed me and they put me on this medicine, Pentostam which is a chemotherapy medicine that is made out of antimony, uh, which is a heavy metal that is used in, I I believe, certain wiring. Um, It's highly, highly toxic. um, Questionable as to whether that may or may not ultimately have led to some of the reasons why my son might have a genetic disorder. But So I I went on that chemo and that cured it. Um, But there are different variations of leishmaniasis, there's uh, mucocutaneous, where it's really affecting the mucous membranes of the body. There's cutaneous, where it's mainly on the skin. And then there's visceral. And it's actually a a really debilitating and deadly disease in many countries, but it's not normally found around here. And there are ways to treat it. And now I believe there's actually a topical way to treat it. So I'm I'm happy to hear that and wish that it had been around in the 90s. (laughs)
1: So is that something that uh, you would have to deal with in the future or has it been quote unquote cured? How are you doing now?
0: It's been cured as far as I'm aware. You know, I think it would be interesting to consider whether or not there's any sort of latent variations of it similar to Lyme or Epstein-Barr or some of those latent viruses, but I do a lot of ozone and sometimes play with MMS. So those are pretty good at clearing out. So those latent pathogens. So I I feel Pretty confident that that's fine, but it was it was a very interesting experience for me in many in many ways because as a you know young teenager I was put on home instruction I was put on a chemotherapy I was on a first name basis with the CDC and you know it it really taught me so much about life and really appreciating every day and understanding if some little girl from Brooklyn could end up with a rare tropical disease and be on a first name basis with the CDC then you don't know what's going to happen. So it really did. It was very challenging, but it gave me a tremendous appreciation for life and health and, you know, trying to grow grow through the adversity that life throws our way.
1: And isn't it amazing how these circumstances in our life change the trajectory of where our life path goes i mean leading you into that experience and uh getting you interested in the science in you know public health and then having your son uh, and the very interesting journey the amazing journey that has you know led you to what you are doing but now when you consider if that never happened would you be doing this so and and how grateful we are that you are here, and that you have such an incredible uh, business and knowledge about Chinese medicine. And speaking of which, how did you discover Chinese medicine?
0: Oh, well, Chinese medicine is, uh, as I mentioned before, one of the greatest loves of my life and such a tremendous honor to practice. Um, I always like to point out to people that the medicine that I practice and the herbs that I sell are based on a medical system that's five or 6,000 years old. And so I'm simply standing on the shoulders of millions and millions of doctors and thousands of years of evidence-based research, more so. Um, so it's, it's really just phenomenal. But back in the day, I had gotten acupuncture to quit smoking cigarettes when I was a teenager, and it was incredibly effective and really mind-boggling to me. And I always wanted to study public health and I, you know, used acupuncture on and off for different things and herbs on and off for different things. Um, But so after I had gotten my bachelor's, I was looking at maybe going into getting a master's in public health or I was looking into, you know, becoming a nurse practitioner because I was interested in working directly with patients. But I didn't think I could deal with the long nights of medical school <laughs> Um And then I sort of stumbled into the Colorado School of Chinese Medicine and I started looking at the herbs and started, you know, trying to dive into some of the science behind it. And I got a couple of treatments and I signed up and never looked back. And a lot of times people in my field say that it's really a calling when you come to Chinese medicine. And I can absolutely confirm that it is a really complicated and challenging schooling process. So, you know, a lot of people think that it's more like a massage school, but in fact it's, um, you know, just to get your masters, it's three years where you're doing three semesters a year, eight classes a semester. So it's the course equivalent of three and a half master's degrees or two law degrees in three years. And that's just to get your basic licensure in order to get your doctorate you actually go back for another year, which is what I um, did during the pandemic. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's uh, Chinese medicine is just beautiful. It's, it's such a profound treatment method. It's such an all encompassing, beautiful system that can treat, you know, I've, I've never found any patient or any person or any situation where I wasn't able to help support them live their best life and build health, uh, through the, the Chinese medical system. So it's, it's really profound.
1: Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Try Pectisol Modified Citrus Pectin today and see for yourself how it can help you manage healthy inflammation levels to support your detox and weight loss goals. Listeners get 20% off with code UNPILL20 at ecoeugenics.link forward slash UNPILL. That's E-C-O-N-U-G-E-N-I-C-S dot link forward slash UNPilled.
1: And I'll have to say, I so appreciate um, the fact of using natural herbs, what, you know, God has put on this earth, you know, as far as let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. It's the same thing when we're talking about the herbs, um, that I believe that everything we need is, is out there. And the fact that you can't patent nature, that it is free to everyone, but the knowledge that it takes to decipher and tease out you know, what each thing does. And when you think of all these compounds and interactions and, you know, when to take them and how to take them, I mean, I can see why you need a lot of education for that. And thank you for doing that for us.
0: <laughs> so. uh, it's my pleasure. I love it. It is funny to see Western medicine trying to catch up. There's there's always research that comes out where they're like, the gut brain axis. we're like, yeah, we you know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: yeah they, they've known that for thousands of years um, thank you
0: <laughs> like, you know with with, I've, with radical roots, it's primarily a hemp based company where we combine hemp with um chinese herbs but so with the hemp boom everybody's going around being like uh the entourage effect the whole is greater than the parts there are all these different phytochemicals that add to making this a safer and more effective product than if you're just getting the isolate and there's a ton of research behind that also in terms of efficacy and safety um but it's just funny as a doctor of Chinese medicine and as a master herbalist it's like yeah we, we are always using whole plants like the fact that we can possibly think that we are in any way wiser than nature is just foolish um you know we're, we're just not we never will be unfortunately and maybe some AI will be one day but I doubt it <laughs>
1: Well, it's it's just like in systems biology; everything is connected. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't separate out the parts and think that uh, it's not going to be affecting other aspects that you're probably not considering. And and that's the whole reason why I have focused on holistic medicine.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you know, and looking at the whole person because you're right when it comes to the gut. Uh, you know. With foods, with herbs, and everything else that that gut brain connection, your immune system, you know, brain health, just functionality—it's it's all connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of connections, uh, you had mentioned about Chinese uh, herbs, Chinese medicine, and working into radical roots. So, can you give us a little bit of information on uh, what? This your company does. How long has it been established? Um, about your products, services you provide, can we bring in those connections? Of course.
0: So I started Radical Roots about four years ago, uh, shortly after my son Remy was diagnosed with his genetic disorder, which is called STXBP1, which I'm sure we'll nerd out on a little bit later. But so one of the main issues with children with my son's disorder is intractable epilepsy. And so since my son, Remy, was already so significantly delayed, I was very hesitant to put him on seizure meds, which honestly, many of these children don't have really good results with. And there's good reason because seizure meds are pretty toxic and not that effective. I I wanted to look at herbal alternatives because that's the world I live in. So I started playing with a bunch of different... Uh, CBD brands and trying everything I could get my hands on. And I was really disappointed with what was out there. And then as a Chinese herbalist, what we do is we actually use multiple herbs together to create dynamic formulas that actually support not only the symptoms that are presenting, so in this case, the seizures and the neurological disharmony and lack of sleep and all of that, but the underlying patterns of disharmony, which are leading to those symptoms. So we really take a very holistic view on the brain and the body and how they're working together. And so, yeah, we want to make sure that we're addressing whatever ailment you're coming to us with. But we also want to help you build health by working on those foundational issues that are leading to these disharmonies. So I, I created a formula for Remy that I call Remy's Revenge because I'm a bit of a snarky mama. Um, and it worked really, really well for him. And so I then paired up with my friend Bart and we created Radical Roots. He, it's It's been a wild ride. I had no idea how challenging the hemp industry would be. I think I mentioned to you before, I've never been able to run an ad. <laughs> we can't say anything about our products online. Um, I've had my credit card processor shut down four times. It's, it's, it's very, very challenging, particularly for somebody who's not, uh, very good at marketing, but it, our products are so amazing that I will continue to fight for, for getting them out to as many people as possible. We use Chinese herbs with really high quality hemp. And then we use this really cool spagyric extraction technique. So the, the herbs are really alive. They're really vibrant. And they've changed my life and they've also changed Remy's. So I, I am very, very proud of them. So,
1: when you were talking about all, all the issues that you have with um, like FDA and not being able to list that, and you talk about hemp, for our listeners who may not know, some of the differences when we're talking about hemp, CBD, you know, as compared to THC, and, you know, why. You might be having some of the issues you're having with not being able to, you know, give this information um, on your website.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the main thing it comes back to is there is just to elucidate what's going on when it comes to the cannabis plant and how essential it is to support the endocannabinoid system. There is a survey done in 2019 that showed that just about 50% of people who were able to get on a high quality, full-spectrum hemp extract were able to get off of their pharmaceuticals. So clearly, there's a lot of incentive for uh, the cannabis industry to not get out there. And so when I say cannabis, I'm talking about the the cannabis family. So you've got marijuana, which is high THC, and that THC is a cannabinoid that creates those psychotropic effects that you think about when you think about marijuana, right? Uh, it also has some very significant uh, healing benefits as well. So when you're looking at a neurological condition, often you do actually want a higher percentage of THC than you're going to get out of a CBD product. So CBD products, you're really thinking about the hemp plant. So hemp is, can be grown to have higher levels of CBD. So for a CBD product to be legal in the United States, um, it has to have less than 0.3% THC. So that's very, very little THC. There's no way you're going to get stoned off of that. There's no psychotropic effects that are going to happen. But CBD has such powerful healing effects in and of itself. I would say, though, for certain neurological conditions, intractable pain, Parkinson's, MS, epilepsy, a lot of the times, sometimes you're going to want to see, you're going to want to find a way to increase that THC if it's legal where you are um, so that you can get that direct activation of the CB1 receptors in the brain and the nervous system.
1: When you are mixing these with Chinese herbs, there are plants that have natural protective mechanisms you know, when we're getting into oxalates and uh, phytates and different things that are not so great for our gut. (laughs) So uh, when you extract and and have these Chinese herbs, what is your extraction process? And um, how does that affect the herbs and the hemp that you offer?
0: Yeah, it's our extraction is something I'm so proud of. It's very, very unique. So It's called Spagyrix. It's an ancient alchemical extraction technique. So I have this brilliant extractor, uh, Warren, who's with Evolved Alchemy, and I should probably keep him secret because he's that brilliant, but I refuse to because he's that brilliant. Um, But what he does is he tinctures the herbs in organic alcohol. So that's said to be the spirit of the plants. And then he takes all of the herbs, hemp included, and burns them for six to eight hours. So from the ashes, he magically reconstitutes all the salts and minerals that were in the plant. So that's said to be the body of the plant and then brings those salts and minerals back together with the tincture. It creates this incredi- incredible chemical reaction that brings the body and the spirit of the plant back together to create something really new and vibrant. And it's so powerful. And I really, you know, I probably spend way too much on, on my products. I should I should cut corners, but I refuse to because I'm just, I'm really in love with them. I feel like you can really feel the difference in so many different ways. Um, so that's how we do it. I think it really honors the plants. It gets all of the phytochemicals into the final extract. And it's it's really, really powerful, you know, both esoteric, you know, at, As I was saying before about Chinese medicine, I love that I can look at the pharmacological actions of the herbs and the Eastern energetics of it. And that's sort of the same with spagyrics as well. Like there's that esoteric aspect of we're bringing the body and the spirit of the plant back together to rebuild something new that's even more powerful. Um, But there's also the, the really cool chemistry behind it as well that I do not understand. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, when you consider we do live in an electromagnetic world, everything is frequencies, even our thoughts. So plants, they have frequencies, energy, and bringing that into our bodies, there is a resonance that happens. So there's so much more going on besides the chemical extract and uh that that biochemical exchange in our bodies there's also that frequency exchange so absolutely i'm right on board when you talk about the esoteric aspect uh that energetic aspect on how it affects our bodies good and bad as well um when you're talking about bringing you know products and even toxins into the body and how that can uh affect us at a cellular and even subcellular and even quantum level so with these products, are they all oral? Do you have topical? Um, how does that work? Uh, because you also give it to children, you know, or or people who may have an issue taking pills. So what type of um, way do you have to uh, bring this these medicines into the body?
0: Well, we, we currently have oil tinctures. So like my son's formula is Remy's Revenge. And so this is a uh, MC, like organic MCT oil. Um, and so that's super easy. I just flop it in his mouth twice a day. So that makes it really easy uh, for, for most people, especially if you have uh, really, if your gut has been demolished, which is so common these days, uh, the oils are really amazing because they're, um, they're absorbed sublingually. So it makes it very bioavailable. We also have capsules um, for many of our products, which make it really easy for other people. And the capsules are actually stronger than the oils, uh, but the oils are faster acting. And then I've been playing with a couple other products. So we have a herbal mix that you can add to your coffee or a lot of food that's called Golden Ticket. It's sort of an adaptogenic formula based on food-based herbs, uh, like Chinese yams and cinnamon and reishi and it's really phenomenal. I, I, it's, it's helped me tremendously in building back my health after, you know, being really stressed out when my son was younger. Um, and then we have this other formula, 89, which is a colloidal silver formula. That's, that's really wonderful. That's a spray. But yeah, most of our our hemp and Chinese or products are either in oils or capsules.
1: And is there any particular way um, that they need to be taken as far as uh, with food, away from food, away from other medications, uh, morning, night? I mean, uh, you know, going through this, are there specific things to make sure that they're uh, better efficacy?
0: Yeah, so taking Chinese herbs, we normally recommend that you take them about a half an hour before a meal, if not longer, or like an hour or two after. I've seen some research studies that that really reduces the efficacy by about 5%. So it's not that big of a deal. If somebody was going to have any sort of nausea with the herbs, which is very rare, I would say maybe take them after the meal as opposed to before. Um... Let's see, in terms of other meds, CBD does work on multiple different pathways in the liver. So it can increase serum levels of certain medications, mostly the medications that have like a grapefruit warning. So you do have to be cautious about that and speak with your providing practitioner about that. But generally, if you're taking a full spectrum uh, hemp extract, it's much safer to take with pharmaceuticals. Arguably, it can really powerfully potentiate those pharmaceuticals, uh, which can be good and bad. Um, but it's, it's much, much safer to take a full extract and often you can just take it a couple hours separate and it's fine. Um, but obviously everybody should talk to their doctors before starting any new supplements. (laughs) Absolutely. How have you found, uh,
1: usage for, Um, say women or even men taking hormone replacement therapies or thyroid medications, because I'm finding so many of my clients with um, hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, or, you know, I I work with a lot of uh, women, perimenopausal, menopausal, and, you know, either are on or are considering uh, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and things like that. So how could your products and and the herbs work into that type of regimen
0: honestly it works in very beautifully you know one of the things that i like to do as a practitioner is look at like how can we really support patients and to me first we look at diet and lifestyle right if you're not sleeping if you're chronically stressed your cortisol's through the roof you're eating shit food there's no help you know and like if you take like the five basic things in terms of health like eat right <laughs> sleep well, move your body, (laughs) find some sort of stress relief, and I don't know, reduce toxins. So that's probably the five basics, right? If If you're actually doing those five, you're probably on the right path. Then, you know, we can look at energy medicine to help support that, herbal medicine, dietary therapy, and build from there. But so when we're doing hormone replacement therapy, those are things that Chinese medicine really honors very well. Chinese medicine, especially in terms of women's health, is the most dynamic system that I've ever seen. So not only do they really does Chinese medicine really honor the cycles of a woman's month and the cycles of our of our monthly cycle, but the seasons of our lives. And I've always been blown away with how effective Chinese herbal medicine is to To regulate women's health and to support women's hormone cycles, so doing having those herbs and combining them with hemp makes it even more powerful. Because if you start diving into the research on hemp, hemp is phenomenal for autoimmune disorders. It totally supports the thyroid and actually is really integrally uh, connected to our hormones and to our um, our fertility. So it's really interesting if you look at the research. So really what I think is, is they potentiate one another. So often you can take less hormones while you're taking the herbs. And that's what I see clinically. And that's what I see based on the research that I'm reading also. Um, but you know, again, you've got to work with your doctor and find somebody who can do that with you on a personal basis to make sure that you're doing it safe and effectively and getting the best benefits for yourself.
1: So how would it work, say, in a woman's lifetime as far as in their menstrual years, uh, you know, working to get pregnant, if they may have any type of issues with fertility, and then moving through, if you want to comment on that, and then moving through in perimenopause, you know, going through the hot flashes, you know, dealing with uh, some of these issues, which can in itself affect their ability to get good sleep, you know, make them have more cravings in the food area. And of course, I do have to mention that um, knowing their DNA definitely helps. uh, Because as we look at uh, their uh, hormone, uh, sex hormone pathway charts, uh, looking at their uh, functional genomic pathways, their ability on how to detoxify this is an area that, you know, having your DNA tested with us that we can actually take a look and say, okay, you're not so good at detoxifying this particular pathway. This is where we can focus on and support for sleep, you know, looking at, you know, uh, a particular mood and behavior aspect that's, you know, affecting the sleep, Um, you know, trying to hit all the low hanging fruit like you were mentioning before, um, as well as looking at their hormone pathway, what type of hormone profile do they have? Is it androgen dominant, estrogen dominant, Uh, or do they have a risk of estrogen toxicity? And if so, you know, there are herbs and other natural products that can help and foods that can help with that. But I will say, you get into perimenopause and menopause, you know, even in the best circumstances- (laughs) you can be all over the place. I mean, I'm going through it right now, you know, the perimenopause, thankfully, my transition has actually been very easy. Um, Absolutely little to no hot flashes, you know, because I do take care of those other items. But there are still times that uh, it's still a little off. So I think that, you know, a little bit of help, um, you know, with the Chinese herbs and and with uh, your type of expertise, it can kind of get over that hump, uh, you know, to kind of ease through it a little bit better. So I just wanted to know if, um, sorry, I went on that little diatribe yeah, about that, but if you can talk about uh, going through as far as the fertility, then into perimenopause and menopause, um, how you uh, look at that and
0: absolutely, please, thank you. To me, there's there's no greater honor than first and foremost, helping other women become moms and and have that joy of being able to have a child. And with the infertility rates being what they are, with the hormone imbalances in our society and the endocrine disruptors and everything that women are going through stress wise, um, expectation wise, all of it you know, I I really am very passionate about supporting women and supporting mothers, because I think that we are the crux of health in our homes and in our societies. And unless we really start shifting the focus to supporting one another, um, you know, we're we're on a very dangerous path. Um, So so I really do think that Chinese medicine is an amazing way to support women's health. Um, I would highly recommend and encourage anybody listening that is a woman to go and find an acupuncturist. We are not all the same. We all have different specialties and we are all different people, you know, so, so find the right one for you, but there are, um, you know, there are clinics that are community clinics that are much more affordable. You can do herbal medicine with companies like mine, uh, to make it more affordable and accessible. There are different ways that you can do it but really having a good practitioner on your side and on your medical team is, is life-changing, especially if you have a really great acupuncturist and herbalist. So that, that is my pitch for that. So in terms of how we look at hormones through women's cycles, so in Chinese medicine, one of the sayings that we have is that if there's stagnation, then there's going to be pain. So we're always looking at the free flow of chi and blood throughout the body. So often if you're in your teens, 20s, 30s, you're getting these irregular periods, you're getting menstrual cramps, you're getting irritability and frustration, that is a stagnation of qi and blood throughout your body. And that also indicates some hormonal disbalance. So one of the formulas that's most classically prescribed for that is this formula called free and easy wanderer, San. And so we have a variation of that with and without CBD that's called uh, flow state. And it is One of my favorite formulas, it is phenomenal for teens through perimenopause. And and once you get to perimenopause, there are a couple of things we want to play with a little bit there. I would recommend adding in either the middle management, which is more of a digestive formula, or my rest and relax, which is cooling and nourishing the heart. Um, But so basically, we're looking at stagnation and allowing that free flow of and blood through those first years. If you're going into something like PCOS... Or, you know, more or endometriosis where there's more stagnation, you might want to find something a little bit more personally tailored um, in Chinese medicine that might be more correlated to what we consider dampness. So dampness is sort of an accumulation of really probably dysbiosis, but adverse pathogens within the body that can lead to further disharmony within the hormones. Um, once you're getting to the point where you're trying to get pregnant and really regulating the cycle, like a lot of times when I have patients that I'm working on fertility with, I might give them a different formula for every week of the month to really potentiate their cycle. But really what you want to do is you want to nourish the kidneys and the blood during the first half of the cycle. So if you're looking at my formulas, that would be Revive or Immortal All-Stars for the first half of the month. So Revive has CBD, Immortal All-Stars is not. And if you, and then the second half of the month, you want to take flow state, which is moving that blood. So we're building and nourishing the body and then we're moving it through so that we can have a free flowing cycle without that stagnation. That's going to cause pain and irritability, you know, and then, um, as we age, What happens in a woman's life is we deplete our yin. So, everybody's heard of yin and yang, or probably yin and yang, but it's yang. (laughs) Um, And yin is really the female aspects of the body, right? It's the fluids, it's nurturing, it's the inward reflection. And so, the yin fluids of the body deplete over time with age. And so that's when we're seeing menopausal symptoms, perimenopausal symptoms. So we're not having that fluid so that yang fire can flare up and cause havoc. And then you see like a depletion of fluids systemically for women, you see um, digestive disharmony. So really, once you hit perimenopause, you still wanna nourish the yin, you wanna nourish the blood and nourish the kidneys according to Chinese medicine but you also want to clear some of that heat. Um, So we have herbs that do that also. I'm actually playing with, Two different things. So one, I'm, I'm looking to do a, a menopause formula for radical roots, but I'm also working on building a Chinese herb only product line for women's health. So I'll be diving into this a lot more very soon, but it is really, really, really safe and really effective. And so I also, since it is a little bit confusing, I also try and make it accessible for people to reach out and schedule a call with me if they have any questions on our website.
1: Fantastic. So we were talking about the children. And you had mentioned or you know, I had mentioned about your son, Remy, I would absolutely be honored and love if you could uh, share his story. And you know, how that uh, worked into what you are doing, you know, kind of kind of circling back for why you started uh, Radical Roots in the first place, uh, because I would like to touch on some of that and and how you can biohack the kids.
0: (laughs) I think, well, first and foremost, I don't want to live to 180 if I'm watching the decimation of our children's health. Um, So I really think that the brilliance of the biohacking community really needs to shine our light on, our children because if we do not change the path that our kids are on we are we're doomed as a society truly so um, not to be too doom and gloom but it really is a disaster I mean 54 percent of children now have a chronic health disorder what is it like one out of six have ADD allergies one out of 32 have um, autism in certain areas I mean it's just it's catastrophic. And I, I would argue that these rare genetic disorders are only going to increase over time. Um, so Remy, my beautiful son, is the light of my life, And he was diagnosed at two and a half with scxbp one So it's a genetic disorder that affects how his brain communicates, essentially. And so, um, you know, for anybody listening, you're probably a genetics nerd and listen to and look at epigenetics. So I'm always amazed that. You know, I went to the top doctors at Cornell, and when they gave me Remy's diagnosis, they really just told me there was nothing I could do for him. And I looked at them and I was like, haven't you heard of epigenetics? <laughs> and they were like, no. <laughs> so so beware of some of the, the genetics counselors out there. They, they really could use an upgrade in their research. I think you're probably on the right path if you're here following the doctors at DNA Co., But so Remy's genetic disorder comes with ataxia, apraxia, global delays. He's nonverbal. Uh, He didn't walk till he was about six. Uh, He's got intractable epilepsy. And it has been a wild ride. He, you know, the the beginning of our journey, I spent a tremendous amount of time studying everything I could get my hands on, epigenetics, developmental neurology, uh, functional medicine, detoxification, all of the things. Um, we, I took him to a neurologist in Ecuador for six months. We've done hyperbaric ozone, alpha brainwave stimulation. I got trained as a neurofeedback practitioner. I've done everything. Um, but so I always joke that the beginning of our journey was really an intellectual journey for me. Whereas now I feel like it's more of a spiritual journey of acceptance and love. And so, you know, not to, belittle everything that we've done. I think that we've done a tremendous amount of biohacking for Remy, and I think it has helped him incredibly. He was not expected to walk on the trajectory that he was on with his diagnosis. Uh, He didn't crawl till he was three. Now he's a Tasmanian devil. Um, He is the happiest, healthiest kid I've ever seen. He's so much fun, um, and, and it's just a blast. So I'm happy to dive into whatever parts of the story uh, are are going to be most interesting to you and your listeners, but it's, it has been a wild ride and and Remy is the greatest teacher I never expected.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. And I'll tell you, kids in general, they truly are our teachers. Uh, They, they bring us back to the innocence, uh, the beauty, the joy to be able to to witness the world and the experiences through their eyes. What a joy, that appreciation. Uh, I mean, with my granddaughter, who will be seven months on Saturday, having her look around and just watch the most simple things and be absolutely amazed by it and how she can examine just a simple toy or a blanket, the fold in a blanket, for minutes on end. (laughs) I mean, it's just like, wow, what is going through your brain? What are you thinking? Because it is just spinning. You can see it in their eyes. And I'm sure Remy is the same way, even being nonverbal, you know, uh, during our conversation before we started recording I'd like you to share some of the things that he has done, how he has progressed, and how he communicates, and also some of the things that you have done to help move him to that point of from where the doctor said, there's nothing you can do to where he is now. Can you give us a little insight into that, please?
0: Uh, what haven't we done? Um, I have, <laughs> so my, my favorite things that I think are the, the most important, especially if you have a child with any sort of special needs or just try have a child that are learning how to support their development best, I would look at uh, the program, the Family Hope Center out of Philly. They have an online parent training module that's just supporting your child's development. I think it's a three-day module. We worked with them for a long time, but they really focus on healthy eating, supporting uh, mitochondrial function, detoxification, and they're really about functional movement and sensory integration. So really, really do not underestimate the importance of the army crawl and then the actual, they call it creeping, but like the cross crawl creeping crawling, whatever you want to call it. Um, Because it's, it's so important to brain development for kids to be actually doing that and to get the nutrients that they really need in order to build a healthy brain. So that's really what I look at with Remy. It's like, What is going to help support these different pathways, whether it is that detoxification pathway, you know, Remy for years would just eat chlorella tablets like they were candy. And I'd send them to daycare and they'd be like, his poop is green. And I'd be like, (laughs) surprise. But, um, you know, detox pathways, um, increasing oxygen. We've got a hyperbaric chamber. Again, looking at those latent viruses can be really important. Parasites also are really, really huge in the developmental disability world. Remy often has seizure clusters with the full moon, which is often an indication that a child or an adult has some sort of parasite activity or yeast overgrowth. So you can also, anybody listening, I would encourage you to look at if you're having like... Hormonal fluctuations around the moon cycles or emotional fluctuations, any sort of increase in symptoms around the moon, you might want to consider doing a parasite cleanse. I often recommend just basic diatomaceous earth and like a good herbal tincture is a great place to start. But parasites migrate with the moon and lay eggs. So that's going to, it's disgusting and it's horrible. But that increases inflammation in the gut. And so for a child like Remy, who is sort of wired to have seizures, that inflammation travels along the vagus nerve, spikes his seizures. So when he was younger, I would say we'd do a parasite cleanse, he wouldn't have seizures for months, and then it would come back. And so so that's something that's really important. And that's also something that Western medicine really poorly understands in terms of the gut brain connection especially when you're talking about epilepsy neurofeedback is really fun um, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to study under Drew Pearson who was one of the lead neuroscientists who started 40 years of Zen he is a dear friend and uh, formulating some products for radical roots also uh, so that's that's really fun both for him and for me I really love doing that but yeah it's it's been it's just been a wild adventure of learning and unlearning, you know, I I would study everything and then it would come, you know, and then it would always, to me, sort of brings it back to the framework of Chinese medicine. I I mentioned before we were talking, anybody listening, we chatted for far too long before we got on with you guys. (laughs) But, but, um, you know, it's, it's so fun to learn all about these different pathways and these different ways to support the brain and body. But really, it, it comes back to me, it comes back to the framework of Chinese medicine is so wise. So for Remy, his diagnosis in Chinese medicine, we, we call them, they're sort of like patterns of disharmony. So Remy's pattern is, you know, spleen and kidney deficiency with phlegm misting the mind and, you know, wind, right? So that pattern, which sounds crazy to anybody listening, I'm sure, that pattern didn't change at all when Remy got his genetic diagnosis. So how I treated him hasn't changed with the diagnosis. It's, it's helped me understand Remy and his challenges better. It's helped me fine-tune certain things. But really, through the lens of Chinese medicine, it stayed the same. So it's, it's also sort of bringing it back to me to the wisdom of nature, the wisdom of the body, and the wisdom of Chinese medicine at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. And like I had mentioned, it's like, we don't know everything, but our bodies do. We just have to get out of its way, give it the nutrients, the basics that it needs to heal, because it is naturally in a healing state. And If that is a matter of helping to detoxify, to remove heavy metals, um, Mm -hmm. environmental toxins like glyphosate, uh, parasites. I, I mean, it's just amazing how people in the United States, oh, no, we don't have parasites. You know, that's more third world thing. It's like, oh, no, no, we actually it's more common than you think. You know, when you talk about all the different produce and the foods that we take in that come from all over the world. Absolutely. People, more people than not do have some sort of parasites or have some sort of toxicity on board. And doing some sort of regular detoxification protocol, uh, I think is just a matter of just healthy living. Uh, You know, because that can actually put a major wrench in your endocrine system, your hormone regulation, balance, uh, disrupting the gut, you know, everything. And you're right, it it does come to the gut, which actually, um, there was, uh, some doctors that I had, um, uh, been on a summit with that talked about fecal transplant mm-hmm. for children with, well, actually adults too, but, um, who had autism and other things. I, And it was amazing, the turnaround, their health changes that, you know, they progressed tremendously with that. So I don't know, did you ever look into that?
0: That was something that had been on my to-do list. So the two things we haven't done yet that I really want to do are fecal transplants and stem cells, because Remy's gut, no matter what, Mm -hmm. this kid eats better than 99.9% of the population. I'm a psychopath. Um, (laughs) still a disaster. I mean, it's gotten much better over the years, but it's still quite a challenge for me. And I've always been like, that is one of the major keys just to him living his best life. Like whatever that looks like. It's always just, for me, it's like, I just always want to give him more and more opportunities to heal with, Mm -hmm. you know, without expectation of what that looks like and without limits on how far he can go, you know, but, um, I think people Fecal transplants would be fascinating for him. I was trying to convince some of the researchers doing research on his genetic disorder to look into that more. Um, but yeah, so so fecal transplants and stem cells are are two of the things on my my wish list for the next couple of years. Nice. Uh, so. As we
1: are going to be wrapping up this incredible uh, interview, which uh, we could talk for a lot longer, but, um, I wanted to know uh, what are your plans for Radical Roots in the future?
0: It's a good question. It's been a challenge. I love I love our products so much. I'm so proud of them. I love running the company. Um, I I personally enjoy educating and formulating and seeing patients. So I'm trying to figure out how to grow and scale the company while I get to do the things that I'm actually in love with. Um, So I, I recently launched a podcast called Radical Remedy, which has been really fun. And really what I'm looking at there is the different ways that we can reduce toxicity in the home, whether it's environmental toxicity or whether it's emotional toxicity, and sort of start building health within our families and expanding those circles. And particularly without losing our minds and without having a tremendous amount of money or time. Because a lot of times I see these health influencers and they're like, okay, so you're going to do your two hours of meditation. You're going to cold plunge and you're going to do this. And I'm like, you yeah, know, I got a nine-year-old in diapers. Like, um, There's no time for that. I got to get him on the bus. I got to get him his food. And I think that that's how most people feel when they're looking at the wellness industry. So it's really important to me to make that accessible for people. Um, with radical i would love to ultimately start growing our own herbs here in the states uh, with chinese herbs it's very hard since they've been de- you know the growing practices have been developed in china which has a different climate than most areas of the states um, but i would like to grow as many of them here as possible and continue doing what i can to help educate and empower people around their health um you know honestly i i'm just truly honored and in love with the herbal medicine that I get to practice and I have been humbled so many ways in this life and I've learned so many incredibly beautiful lessons and I just am trying to find the best ways that I can serve and and be helpful so that's that's always what's driving me and and I, I hope that Radical Roots is a big part of that moving forward and it, it has been a lot of fun so far.
1: Well, I'll tell you, the work that you're doing is absolutely amazing. And uh, we even saw that you give value in making healthcare accessible as you offer a 40 percent discount to all people with like permanent disabilities, their primary caregivers and even those considered low income, as well as veterans. Uh, did you want to comment very briefly on that?
0: Um yeah. I mean, I have been in the position of having to choose high quality foods for my child or s- supplements that I thought might help him. You know, it's it's a hard time for everybody. And it's a particularly hard time for people with disabilities, uh, mental health issues. And, you know, obviously the financial state of the country is, is not in a, a wonderful space right now. So in any way that I can help, I'm really happy to do so. I feel very privileged to be able to do so. And, and I'm genuinely very honored whenever anybody takes our herbs, it's, it's really a passion project for me. It's not, it's not about money at the end of the day.
1: Well, it, it goes to show uh, your dedication and your wanting to help others. And honestly, uh, service to others has always been a motto of mine. And so I I really honor and appreciate that. Um, And I would I'd like to say thank you. to everyone, to all of our listeners here for lending your time here at the DNA Talks podcast. And we'd love to share the work that you do with our listeners. Um, We want to have them be able to reach out uh, to you, uh, your website. Um, You had mentioned your podcast, uh, Radical Remedy. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can you give us a little information on where else they can find you?
0: Sure, of course. Uh, So we've got radicalrootsherbs.com. That's where you can find our products. Uh, my blog site and podcasts are at radicalremedy.org. And then on social media, you can get us at Radical Roots Herbs on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I don't do much on Facebook or any of the other ones, but we have a little bit on, on Instagram and TikTok. I'm not the best at social media, but I try. <laughs>
1: Well, I do appreciate that. And we would like to thank all of you for tuning in today uh, for this episode on the DNA Talks podcast. And don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, especially if there's a certain topic that you'd like us to discuss. Uh, You may also listen to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you wish to learn more add us to your list of liked podcasts. So you'll be up to date when the next one will be. And speaking of up to date, you can also find us on Instagram at the uh, at DNA talks podcast, as well as my own at DR Varden official. So again, thank you so much. For being here, thank you for talking with me. You are absolutely fascinating. Uh, I know that we're going to talk more and, and learn more from one another. I so appreciate the work that you've been doing, your passion, your life uh, for Remy. How how wonderful, beautiful that spark of joy uh, that he has, you know, given you and given to the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's an have honor a wonderful day. You
0: too.